2-0. Hill shoots one to right. It's been an avalanche of noise and an avalanche of runs for the Padres. Seven straight. 7-4. Yeah, that was it. It was a fifth five. inning. Yeah, five-run fifth inning. They won 8-5. to five. Headed to game three, Philadelphia, Friday, 4.30, our time. By the way, in that fifth inning, part of that fifth inning rally uh, was Austin Nola batting, uh, getting a base hit off his brother, Aaron Nola. Oh, that's pretty good. You heard the Nola brothers story, a reference by Lucinda Kay. Two, two guys in the major leagues uh, that were literally facing each other, and the little brother in the World got Series. the base hit. In the World Series? That's amazing. No, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in this in Oh, sorry, this, I guess it's not the World series. series. Yeah, I guess it's the National series, League series. Sorry, I jumped ahead because I, my point was I bet those two brothers a thousand times were playing in their backyard saying, all right, bottom of the ninth, two outs, bases loaded, World Series, game right. seven, here we go. And they're almost, like, pretty close, you know, game two of the NLCS. Oh, sure. No, Phillies yeah. were winning. Fifth uh, inning. It looked like they were going to win. So yeah. uh, this would have, having the Phillies be up by two games going into Philadelphia. Sure. No, this is a big, this no, is, this no is a big at-bat for question. No kids are in the backyard saying, all right, we got uh, – Bottom of the fifth, down by one. Uh, <laughs> game two of the NLCS. Here we go, brother. Like, no one sets it up like that. No, I mean, Nola and, and Kim had a great good. fifth inning. Profar had a great – it was clutch. It was a clutch fifth inning. But, so, last hour, we talked about the independent voter, which is uh, an important thing. So, independent voters are breaking Republican in these last few days, really. Every race across the country that Democrats were ahead, Senate and governor in particular – uh, what was House too. The Republican candidates are now in toss-up range, like governor of New York, what? Or winning. So these independents are breaking the Republican because of the economy. It's all anyone cares about, obviously. But the Democrats are sticking in their messaging, in their commercials, which we'll prove in a second. They are sticking with abortion and January 6th. And no one cares. Not stay. Yeah, it's just, it's it's not working. It's uh, But you're right. I, I'm, I'm seeing it here. I, as I said, I live in uh, uh, Congressman Mike Levin's congressional district and the negative ads on his opponent are all about what he would do to ban abortions as, as if a member of Congress can ban abortions right? yeah, that too. Uh, or, or, you know, a governor for that matter in Georgia. But the, but that's everything. I mean, from, from a city council race to, uh, to Senate races and gubernatorial mm -hmm. races, that's all the Democrats are throwing at them that they're going to ban abortions and take women back. It's such a wild miscalculation because it's, it's clearly not working. You can't, that's not going to work up against the economy right now. So I got some numbers for it. So this is California spending by the Democrats and the Republicans on TV for ads related to abortion. You with me? California, Republican Democrats, TV ads for abortion. In 2018, the Republicans spent $22 million. Democrats spent 10 Republicans spent a little more. This election, Republicans spent $49 million in advertisements about abortion. So still, you know, twice as much. 49 million. Democrats spent 260 million. Yeah. <laughs> they are going deep into that it's checkbook. Like, what? To, to pay for television ads to scare women in those districts and in those states. Well, why aren't they course correcting in the last three weeks? Because it's not working. Yeah. So I, I sent this to you earlier today. I just got this number. It was astounding to me. Uh, uh, senator Warnock is the Democrat senator in Georgia, a state that everyone's looking at, uh, he got 73% more contributions from California than he did from the state of Georgia. Wow. So Californians are sending the Democrat incumbent senator uh, who is pro, 
right? I mean, he's pro-abortion. He's oh, big goodness. time pro-abortion guy. Uh, he's getting he's getting support from California. So Californians are sending money out of state to Georgia to keep a a a a, a, a pro-abortion senator. Why does What's his name? Herschel Walker. Just state that fact over and over and over again. Hey, Georgia. The Looney Tunes over in California are electing this are, guy. Right, not, this is right. This isn't this isn't Herschel Walker versus uh, Warnock. This is Herschel Walker versus California. Yeah, vote, vote against California. What are you doing? Of course, it's such, it's such a no-brainer, and they're not going to do it because <laughs> they don't do any of these layups. Um, can we play this clip here? I yeah. Got it. So do you have it? right. So this is what this brings us to uh, our our story this hour, and this is so Stacey Abrams, uh, name known to a lot of us that follow politics. Uh, she is uh, running again for governor. Uh, she ran for governor last time and lost. Contested the race, by the way. She's an election denier. Still has never <laughs> conceded. And they asked her, I think this is Mike Barnacle of uh, MSNBC. He asked her, so you've been talking about abortion. You've made this whole race about abortion, a woman's right to choose. But uh, it's clear that the voters are very much concerned about inflation and here's her answer. but while abortion is an issue it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas food bread milk things like that what can a governor what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of georgia voters about those livability daily hourly issues that they're confronted with but let's be clear having children is why you're worried about your price for gas it's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. They understand that having a child is absolutely an economic issue. It is only politicians who see it as simply another cultural conversation. It is a real biological and economic imperative conversation that women need to have. All right. So a lot of feedback she's receiving. Slater, gut reaction. Well, what? That's, <laughs> that's a bold strategy. Yesterday, we talked about how people are not getting married because the economy's bad. And now the Democrat running for governor in Georgia says that we should kill more kids because the economy is bad. That's just saying that abortion is the issue. That, that the reason that this has to be an issue, the reason I have to win to preserve a woman's right to choose in the state of Georgia is if the economy is so bad and they're mid you know, in the middle of a pregnancy, they may want to make the decision to terminate the pregnancy because of the price of gas mm -hmm. with a straight face and double down on it, by the way, when when asked, wait, because <laughs> she did. And sort of the White House doubled down that, yes, that abortion is an economic issue for women in Georgia and the economy is an impacting uh, women's rights to is making an impact on whether women are, are choosing to start a family. Yeah. Okay. Presumably I, after they're already pregnant is what she's talking. Sure, of course. Let me, right, I'm a pro-life guy. So let me come back. I want to look at what she said in the best possible light. I'm and I'm a pro-choice guy. And I, let me, let me explain to you my thought process as I approach this hour. Cause I knew I'm thinking, how am I, where am I going to go with this? With Sl I know where Slater's going to go. This is a Bible thumping <laughs> crazy person on this. So, but how am I going to justify as a pro-choice person, this ridiculous comment? From this gubernatorial candidate. Okay, so. this is good. All right, so we'll do this coming up next. Slater and Lou, News Radio 600. Go good. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. That's great. Right, welcome back to Slater and Lou. That was Stacey Abrams running again for governor of Georgia. Asked, 
why the Democrats are spending so much time on abortion when the economy is by far the best issue. And she says, oh, they're the same thing. Now, I pro like. It's, it's, it's the same yeah. thing because if it's a bad economy, women more than ever need the right to terminate yes. the pregnancy. That's our argument. So kind of a dark sure. place. Now, just wanna, I want to set the stage here because this is an interesting moment. I'm the most pro-life guy you can meet. Uh, I'm going to, in a moment here, give her the benefit of the doubt. Lou Penrose, pro-choice guy, and he is about to grab a picket sign outside of the Planned Parenthood and rip Stacey Abrams a new one. <laughs> Try to find a place in which I can justify anything she just said. <laughs> so we're in like a Anywhere. really weird moment here. This is fun. All right, so let me go first. Let me do, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. So take, uh, let's just go with a 19-year-old, 19-year-old woman who doesn't want a baby, unplanned pregnancy, as they say. Uh, and one of the reasons why she doesn't have enough money, Lou. She doesn't have a husband to take care of this baby. She doesn't have enough money. She already has a kid, doesn't have the money. So... Stacey Abrams says we should, and this woman should be able to end this pregnancy, kill the baby, so that she is not driven deeper into poverty, deeper into this pit that she can never get out of. So we need to have, abortion needs to be on the table for women like this because the economy is so bad. Is that fair? Is that a good, that's the benefit of the doubt, right? I mean, that's that's the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that, okay. that, 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 this, this, that there is an economic component to abortion. Okay. And now you I can't got separate solution. the two. I got a solution to it. Literally tomorrow, I will be in Colorado. I will be speaking at a pro-life pregnancy center. They have a fundraiser. I'll be speaking. These centers do a lot of things. But one of the things they do is they help low-income women with the physical needs that they have with, of having a baby, which, by the way, is not a lot. Baby, babies don't need a lot. But the left hates these pro-life centers. So I have a solution to Stacey Abrams' dilemma that does not involve killing anyone. And they hate it. This was literally a, a headline two days ago in Yahoo News. Here it is. America is facing a diaper crisis. And the anti-abortion movement is making it worse. What is the anti-abortion movement doing? Buying diapers to give to low-income women for their babies. And that's making it worse. So they say there's a big demand problem here. Uh, so we need to kill more babies. Then we won't have a baby or a diaper shortage, Lou. So, so you're, yeah, you're contributing to the demand of diapers by convince, talking and trying to change hearts and minds exactly. of women so that they carry their pregnancy to yep. term and offer it up for adoption Bingo. or raise it on, on their own. So we have a pro-life movement that is trying yeah, to fill the What are you doing? You're the wrecking need. the diaper industry. By exactly. Doing We're trying to fill the need that Stacey Abrams is so, quote-unquote, concerned about that doesn't involve killing, and that's the thanks we get by people like Stacey Abrams. Well, there's no question that you that the the... the Pregnancy centers are under attack, right? Especially here in California. I, I, I think don't know been why. 163 that have been violently attacked in the last well, since Roe v. Wade. Whenever that I, was. I don't know why that rubs pro-choice elected officials the wrong way. I really don't. I mean, as a pro-choice person, that's great. I mean, if there's opportunities there to offer, then take advantage of the opportunity if you so if you see fit. I mean, what, how? Why is that bothering Governor Newsom? Why does that bother Stacey Abrams? And why does that bother Democrats? I've never been able to figure that out because I. All right, let me explain how I how yeah. I how, how you how do your how you do your deal side. with this today because I knew we we're going to talk about this and I'm thinking in my head, all right, how as the pro-choice and I am pro-choice and Stacey Abrams is pro-choice and I'm in favor of there being a choice in the state of Georgia. What how can I I can't justify anything she said. I mean, there's nothing I can offer to you because it is so dark. The idea that somebody is looking at the sign at the gas station 
and thinking to themselves, my goodness, if that goes over 6.30 a gallon, forget it. I'm terminating this pregnancy, mm. which is the picture she painted. She mentioned gas specifically, or at least he did in his setup. <laughs> right? I mean, the idea that you are going to stroll through Vons at 18 weeks, 19, 20 weeks pregnant, and or whatever, what do they have there in, in Atlanta, you know, Publix. And Very good. Saying, look well, at, look wow, at the price Lou knows of his uh, geographic grocery. Uh, yeah, I do location. a lot of shopping when I'm in town. I, <laughs> I, I don't good. like going to restaurants. <laughs> Especially when I work for the federal government. I would take my, uh, my per diem and just go shopping and get actual <laughs> food and eat it in the hotel room. So the idea that, like... Uh, how dark of an imagery is that? Eggs, eggs are a little high, Lou. Eggs have gone up. The eggs are a lot. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be needing formula maybe if I can't. Uh, if I got, <laughs> if I got the Moderna vaccine and I'm not not able to uh, to breastfeed, I'm going to have to buy formula. And forget it. Let's just uh, forget the shopping trip. Put all the items back on the shelf. I'm going to swing over to Pam Parenthood and yeah. terminate this pregnancy. Yeah, because I won't regret that. I mean, the, the idea that that is what's happening in the minds of pregnant people or pregnant women is absurd. It's it's an absurd, dark space that far too often the pro-choice world take us down. Mm. It, we, I mean, I, I wish pro-choice Republicans certainly, but pro-choice Democrats as well. I wish we could all agree that the choice to terminate the pregnancy is a it's a terrible, horrible choice. Right? It's a very bad day. So you're Not a wonderful you're afternoon. You're in the safe, legal, and rare old school Clinton camp. Right. I mean, like something has happened or circumstances are beyond you're sinking and it's beyond your control. And you have made the choice that I just I need to terminate this pregnancy. This is just not going to work. And let's just agree that it's not a wonderful afternoon. All right. So let's stop celebrating this this right to 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 terminate pregnancy says it's a wonderful, wonderful achievement. It's a bad afternoon. It's a bad day. Right. No the, one's going to be happy. The movement's it. called Shout Your Abortion. Right. That's crazy talk. And for Stacey Abrams to contribute to this idea that like, look, I'm just going to look at my checkbook and uh, let's see here. Nope, uh, we're not doing well. So I'm going to go terminate my pregnancy. Mm. It's just absurd. And it, it, it really plays into the hands of people who think that that choice should not be available because people are acting so flippantly and cavalierly about making a decision to end a pregnancy. Especially, amen, especially when there's a solution to this happening right now it is occurring there's about 10 pro-life pregnancy centers in san diego and they are full of the sweetest the salt of the earth amazing people you would ever meet. they're almost all volunteers they're just wonderful people who just go along not just they go alongside these women in every way relationally emotionally spiritually and materially every one of these pro-life centers they have a big room that is full of stuff for the moms and a scared mom will come in who's overwhelmed, right? Makes sense. Very overwhelmed about what's next and thinking they call it abortion minded. So she's coming up with reasons why she should have an abortion. And, and she'll say, oh, oh, I don't have a crib. And the pro-life center says, well, here's one. Take this. Oh, I don't have a car seat. Okay, we do. Here, here's your car seat. Um, I don't, I just, how can I afford diapers? Free diapers. We got your diapers for you. And the Stacey Abrams of the world hate it. They hate that. Yeah, and that hate comes through. That's mm. the part that I don't think they understand how off-putting and jarring it is. I remember I remember this as clear as day. I was a little boy, but I remember listening to candidate Ronald Reagan in 1976. 
And uh, he had this line about talking, you know, he, he was, I mean, he was pro-life, very pro-life, but he didn't talk about it a lot because he talked about how wonderful he wanted to make America a place that is so grand and so joyous that the news that somebody's daughter was having a baby was met with celebration, right? Let, let's build uh, Georgia together where the news that somebody's having a baby makes you want to run on out and buy a gift, right? And instead yeah. of checking your checkbook and deciding whether or not you're going to keep the baby. Also, what kind of governor runs on that kind of a that kind of a platform? Never forget that people had kids during the Holocaust, during the Great Depression, during slavery. There were slaves who had children, and now we're supposed to believe, oh, I just can't do it. Come on, gas prices are too high. Gas prices are too high. Slaves had children. Actual, literal slaves had children voluntarily on their own. And Stacey Abrams is telling specifically to black women, you can't do it. The price of gas is. Uh, a dollar too high or so. That's uh, who these people are. Hey, it's Slater and Lou. Thanks for being here. Go by today. The five beautiful News Radio 600 Kogo has six chances for you to win $1,000 every weekday. Starting today, listen for the nationwide keyword. Visit kogo.com to enter for your chance to win. And all the contest times can be found at kogo.com. So it's not about- to you that it's a, the, the, the keyword's announced nationwide, but you can only win on Kogo? Are, are there people listening in Austin, Texas that are uh, going to We're lo- We're beloved everywhere, Lou. Well, you know, look, $1,000 $1, is $1,000. I, I would tune in. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so we're talking about Stacey Abrams. She's running for governor in Georgia. She's a Democrat. And she was asked, why are Democrats not paying more attention to the economy when clearly that's what people care about and you guys are focused on abortion? And she said, well, they're the same issue because if gas prices are high, then women should be able to abort their pregnancies and their pregnancies kill their babies because uh, the economy is bad. So it's one and the same, she said, which is a, a ghoulish thing to say. Because it's why very ghoulish. That's the word. It's very ghoulish. Megan McCain, who drives me crazy, but I agree with from time to time, she tweeted out, abort your children because we can't fix inflation is one hell of a talking point. <laughs> it, 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 doesn't, like, it doesn't command any sense of like a good Georgia is coming if you vote for me. Right, A better mm. Georgia is on the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, good way to put that. Uh, like, I'm going to make it so you can terminate your pregnancies because the economy is so bad. And I'm going to make sure that that's going to be the way so you'll always be able to. It's just dark, man. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, well. And good. again, I'm pro-choice. Uh, so, I, you know, I mean, you do have a right. I believe you have a right to terminate the pregnancy. But that isn't the way to sell it and win over <laughs> hearts and minds. That's for sure. So we're in Georgia. Let's jump over to Arizona for a second because we're going to bring it to California in a moment. Arizona, I'm just fascinated by what's going on in Arizona. I know. Two amazing races, and it's super fun to watch. So quick lay of the land. Carrie Lake is the Trump-backed conservative. She was in local TV news anchor for 27 years. So like super well-known. Everyone Tough knows. cookie, by the way, on the campaign totally. trail. For a, vet, for, for a freshman candidate, I mean, no, never having been mayor or oh. state assembly person or you know any elected office to run for top job governor. Uh, it's like she's, she's, got, been she's doing got this. It. Oh, it's like she's been doing this for 30 years. Right. So she's super impressive. She's going against Katie Hobbs, who I feel bad for because she's so not impressive and so out of her league. And it's like cringeworthy to watch her. And statewide constitutional officer. I mean, she was the secretary of state of the state. Yeah. But, she's like, so she's been around the governor. Doesn't know how to, doesn't know how to campaign like one. Now she knows she's unimpressive. One of the most unimpressive candidates I've ever seen. She knows it. So she refused to debate Carrie Lake and... That just blew up her campaign. And Carrie Lake just like surged ahead because like what's going on? So they ended up de- de- deciding to do this CNN interview with Dana Bash 
but like Carrie Lake goes first, and then Katie Hobbs, the Democrat, goes second, which is like super lame. But they did it. So I'm gonna play like a as a 20 second clip. See if this is Katie Hobbs. This is the Democrat. See if you notice. Uh, well, the thing. <laughs> she throws in like one thing there that's like, wait, what'd you say? Our case directly to the voters of Arizona, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you that when Arizonans who are struggling, when they go to open their ballot, when they're thinking about the fact that they're not sure how they're gonna put food on the table, they're rationing their insulin, or they're thinking about having to drive their niece or their sister or their daughter to California to get the health care that they need, they're not gonna look at their ballot and well, say, she just Damn came it, and sat Hobbs didn't debate her opponent. Did you catch it? Yeah, the health care that they need in California would be an abortion. Right. There's nothing else. I mean, whenever they refer to health care that they need in another state, they're talking about the fact that it may or may not be limited to 12 weeks in the state of Arizona. Yeah. So, there you go. that's who these people are. And that's that's what she so she doesn't want to debate her opponent uh, because that's not nearly as important as the the average Arizonan who is worried about driving her niece to California to terminate the pregnancy. Yeah. You see how fixated they are in the darkest of dark circumstances. Well, of course they are. It's the darkest of dark things. <laughs> it's one of the worst things. It's, of course it would lead to this. How could it not? It's a horrific thing. And they, they celebrate it. So it's going to get darker and darker for them. And it, there's no, well, I can't argue with that. I mean, they are taking it into darker, right? We started with the back alleys. We're going to have to go back to the back alleys. I had to hear about the hangers for so long. <laughs> Uh, right, the coat hangers, and now these horrible situations where these 10-year-olds have to go to another state. Uh, and uh, in Arizona, my goodness, uh, you, you can't participate in the, you know, in, 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 in the civil debate of two candidates for governor because yeah. you're too busy driving your niece, I don't know, <laughs> to Coachella, That's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> on the I-10 it's to get an abortion in Palm Springs. It is a violent act. That's what that's what they're defending. They're defending a violent act. So, of course, it will eventually turn to violence. That's what they're defending in and of itself. Uh, and that's why you see this group of Jane's Revenge going out and vandalizing these pro-life pregnancy centers because in their heart it is violence. So she was ultimately asked specifically about abortion. This is one minute into Dana Bash from CNN trying to get an answer. So again, this is Katie Hobbs, the most unimpressive person ever to run for statewide office, Arizona. Uh, she's going to get clobbered. Uh, and, and this is, a, I cut out a minute of this, Lou, okay? Because it's like excruciating to listen to. So one minute of trying to get her to make a stance on this. And, and then here's the next minute. And doc, politicians do not belong in that decision. But what there do you no support? What size, should the limits be? The, the decision about abortion should be between a patient and their doctor. So there should be no limits in the law? It should only be decided in the medical office? Government making these kind of mandates interferes with the care that doctors need to provide to their patients. They don't belong in these decisions. Okay, I, so just to be clear, if you uh, become governor, you will push for a law that has absolutely no limits in any point of the pregnancy on abortion. That's your position. That's what you would want to be the law of the land in Arizona. The fact is right now that we have very limited options and that we need to get politicians out of the way and let oh, doctors... She's, she's, okay, it goes, she's blowing it. You, you can see blowing. why she doesn't want to debate Carrie Lake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how painful look, was that? I, that mean, was a minute, I cut a minute out of that, and she goes on. It's not over yet. 
Yeah. So she's she's trying to she's trying to I don't know what she's trying to do. I mean, <laughs> lady, just say that I believe in a right to choose and that's that. Uh, and I don't believe that that right to choose ends at 12 weeks or 24 weeks or 36 weeks. I don't think if you have the right to choose, a government can't step in and say you have a right to choose up to the 24th week. And then the government has the right there over your body thereafter. And then end the discussion. <laughs> because that's the answer. That, that's the only logical answer is that, look, if I have a right to choose to terminate my pregnancy, if I have a right over my own body, then I have a right over my own body at the first week, the 12th week, the 24th week and the 40th week. And, of course, I would say you have no right over that because it's not your own body. It is not your own DNA, blood type, heartbeat, anything in any way at all. Uh, we got to take a break. I want to come back. I, 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 I want to do a little more on this race, though, because it's so fascinating. It's amazing. That, well, it's not amazing. It makes perfect sense why she's not debating, but she's using a wrong excuse. I want to run an excuse by you, Lou, and see if you think this would be one way that she could get out of the debate without looking like a coward, which is I mean, what she is, and what, well, she what got three weeks to go. I mean, and, and she's sinking. So I would, I, I would do the hail mary debate That's right now. You <laughs> might as well go down fighting and be dragged out on your shield. That's great. Machado lifts the ball to left center field. Way back there. Goodbye. Home run, Manny Machado. Eight for San Diego. So it was Manny that got the eighth. I was because yeah. when I, when we started, it was seven. Uh, it was seven, uh, seven, four. And then, uh, I said, well, no, it's eight now. So yeah. I love it. Boy, every, boy, swinging bats down there at Petco. <laughs> I love it. And yeah. the Padres are a road team. So they, oh, that's right. For the year, at least for the season, they do better on the road than they have at home. So it's, uh, and they're headed away. It's great. So we're talking about Arizona and, uh, this, this Democrat for governor, the Democrat doesn't want to debate the Republican because the Republicans been on local tv for 27 years is as polished and sharp and bright and she has infinitely more rap, infinite more reps in front of a tv than the democrat does and she knows it yeah and but this, so you're running for governor i mean come on time to pull up the big girl pants and get in front of the camera and face the voters i mean this is what you have to do nah, when you wanted to be governor you got to go on tv and debate yeah, it would be embarrassing so here's what i'm surprised they didn't do this is what i think she should if i was advising her because she can't go out there <laughs> it's, it's it would be horrific so well, I, suggest, you know, but there's a thing to that when, when you are so when you are when you are going to clearly overpower your opponent in a debate, there is a, a sense that you might overdo it, overplay your hand oh, and like come off Hillary, like being mean. The Hillary Lazio. Was it Rick Lazio? Rick Lazio. Wow. Uh, How about at the that end one? of that debate, the, the New York Times suggested that he was he assaulted her on stage <laughs> that, that, because I mean, he he's so overwhelmed her and and nailed her and he, he walked over to the debater. podium and like sign will you sign this pledge that was it right will you yeah, sign he, like this? He, he gestured over to her and i think the la times called it an assault <laughs> i mean they, they literally got mad <laughs> that he was so good on the stage and oh, there was a great. lot of talk about how you can't you, you especially when it's a man and a woman so here would be two women but she's a she's an alpha girl this yeah, uh, yeah. okay Carrie so it Lake. could be maybe like uh when it was uh, whoever versus sarah palin was it Biden? Biden, Sarah Palin, and it was like, oh, you can't go, you can't crush Sarah Palin too badly. Was that? Was it? Yeah, there was it, right the suggestion that you can't, right, you don't want to overwhelm the opponent okay, because the voters watching it think that you're a meanie. Okay, so this sort of plays into that. This sort of plays. So I would think they should use the Naomi Osaka Simone Biles excuse, which is, I can't go out there. I'm too nervous. I I have anxiety. And I can't overcome it, and it's very unnatural, and 
I just can't do it. And then the Democrats would, would spin this as Katie Hobbs is a hero and a victim rights advocate. And we shouldn't push her, Lou. We shouldn't push people to be in these nerve-wracking situations because of mental health, Lou. we got to be careful with mental health. It's a very important issue. The same thing they're doing with Fetterman. Fetterman can't communicate with human beings because he had a stroke. He's like, like his brain, brain damage. And pushing him is, uh, is mean and, and, oh, and, and unkind because uh, you're pushing people that are just, you know, the veteran's just one of us. He just went through life. He's having something that could happen to all of us. And to push him to do his job too hard could be unhealthy. And therefore, you shouldn't be doing it. Uh, yes. And he's differently abled. And you know what? You know what? We need more people with special needs in the Senate. I think it's, you know, he's a hero for getting out there and running. Good for you, Fetterman. And that's how they spin it. And I think they could have spun that with her. I think that's going to be the Hobbs strategy that that she's too, that she's got post traumatic stress disorder from 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 campaigning she, she against Gary Lake. Needs, well, she's not. She needs to lean into it. She needs to like really go there and be like, I have a disease, people. And, and I think I think the Democrats would let her get away with that. But she's not. She's just. Uh, you know, no, she's she, she's caught. Uh, she, she's, she got <laughs> caught. I mean, she got I caught on the up. abortion issue. She got caught on the immigration issue, and she's not able to stand her ground, which means wanna... she doesn't have conviction. Of course. Which, wow, what a segue. That was the first hour of our show was about independent voters. And I played this clip, but I played it when we had a guest, and I didn't really get Lou's take on this. So independent voters are, are breaking for Republicans at the end here. But I don't understand the independent voter. It doesn't make sense to me. I get you don't like the party system and they're all corrupt and crooks and they all spend money and okay, whatever, but whatever, pick a team, play the game. So here is a independent voter. She split the ticket in Washington. She voted for the Democrat for governor, but the Republican for uh, Senate. And uh, here's, here's why, here's why she is a Pittsburgh. She's like a 30 year old woman. What's happening right now isn't exactly working for us, so maybe change it up a little bit. Like maybe there's like some variety, like, I don't know, just flip the ticket, see what happens. <laughs> that's the person that's running our country. So right she now. voted for Shapiro, who's the Democrat running for governor, and she voted for Oz, who would be the Republican running for Senate. I don't, th and then the, the interviewer, I don't know if he's a journalist or just some guy with a camera, said, so you split the ticket, and I heard a pause. So I don't think she understands what oh. that means. I don't know that she understands that they're that she voted for a Democrat and a Republican. Oh, good. Are here. Okay. So you split the tickets. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I, 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 I split the ticket. What did you say? <laughs> split. I split the ticket. That's it. That, that's what I did. Oh, I, what? I, I went ahead and split a Rooney that ticket. <laughs> I split that ticket. Uh, yep, that's sure what I did, all right. Sure did. Yep, that's the lingo, huh? Oh, what she a... doesn't know that one is a Democrat and one is a Republican. Oh, that's so good. You're so right. Oh, and if you could see her eyes, too. She's like, huh? Like, her eyes got big. Yeah. You split the tickets. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. That's right. That's so good. And I'm then also... all the outlets, 20, 220, 221, whatever it takes. So she, she's talking about, you know, why? Like, I don't know. Let's just, like, see what happens. And she's flipping her hair. She's like grabbing her hair, which is like a nervous twitch. Like, but I don't. And then she laughs at the end, right? She gives the chuckle. Let's see if I can. Flip the ticket. See what happens. <laughs> right, that nervous laugh at the end. Like that's did when she you say know flip you flip the ticket. She yeah. already <laughs> forgot what she did. He said it's called splitting flip the ticket. Oh, I flipped the ticket. See what yep, happens. I'm one of those ticket flippers. So listen, right. don't vote. Don't. <laughs>
Vote! Oh, that's great. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't know what you're doing, and that's fine. I don't go, like, there's, there's construction outside of our, our house, like, on the street, and there's, like, all these construction crews, and, like, if the construction crew is all sitting around, I don't, like, go up, and I'm like, hey, guys, what are we thinking here? Like, oh, my vote is we, uh, you know, we lay down the asphalt now. Like, I don't vote on things I don't know anything about. It's okay. You don't have to vote. Yeah, that's true. I don't text the voice uh, and weigh in on uh, any of these <laughs> any of these shows to see who's got a who's got a better uh, singing performance. Yeah, that, that's going to be that. That's that's you know right. What's the pitfall of democracy of, uh, of the citizen run <laughs> government is wow. that this girl in Pittsburgh gets to flip the split uh, and have the banana split and uh, go with the Shapiro and Oz. Uh, and uh, yep, that's what I did. I went ahead and flipped it. <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Whatever. <laughs> That's great. That's uh, Lou Penrose, Mike Slater, 